An artist has been arrested for creating a giant poop snow sculpture. During a full moon, sharks pretty much turn into werewolves. And a drunk priest mistakenly slaughtered a human instead of a goat during a ceremony. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast hosted by Jonesy in Los Angeles in a closet. (laughs) Weird enough for you? I think so. A Russian artist is arrested for a giant poop snow sculpture. Yes, Russian artist has been arrested for creating snow sculpture in the form of giant turd. Yes, it's a giant turd snow. <laughs> All right, I apologize for this terrible Russian accent. I will stop it immediately. The artist was arrested for the giant poop turd sculpture near a burial site in St. Petersburg. Police say that Artist Ivan Volkov has been criminally charged for desecrating the burial spot of the dead when he created this five-meter-long sculpture of turd. The feces sculpture was in St. Petersburg's Field of Mars. The Field of Mars, M-A-R-S, like the planet. I've never heard of it, but turns out this is an important spot. Um, The Field of Mars is where graves of those who died in the 1917 Russian Revolution are buried. So it's a sacred spot. I imagine he was arrested more so for the environment in which he put his turd sculpture rather than the turd sculpture itself. The artist Volkov, age 29, posted photos of his poop sculpture on Facebook and Instagram as well, commenting that he did not put any particular meaning into the work. The posts have been removed and if he's convicted, he faces a fine or up to five years in jail. Yeah, you don't want to be one of these anti-establishment artists in Russia or China. They don't really tolerate such things, I'd imagine. The government really will put you in jail. This guy Volkov has been very prolific, creating some 30 snow paintings or snow sculptures in recent years, including one honoring doctors that treated COVID cases. Uh, I have no idea what this poop is a symbol for perhaps he's isn't a fan of the 1917 Russian revolution. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't be. I'm a huge fan of the 1917 Russian revolution. I have a, I have a 1917 Russian revolution hoodie that I wear all the time. Anybody else? (laughs) No, I know. I know nothing about the 1917 Russian revolution. I, but I'd imagine it's something that the country's very, uh, very proud of, proud of commemorating. And it's, um, it's a sacred uh, incident. And this, Field of Mars is probably a sacred place and they don't want you pooping all over it like this artist has done. Symbolically, of course, not literally pooping. Unless he used actual poop within the poop sculpture. I don't know what sort of medium that he was using creating a snow poop sculpture. If I was creating a snow poop sculpture, I would consider adding some real manure. You know, maybe not my own, yeah, but maybe some from some local animal. I, I don't know. There's there's dog poop everywhere. You might as well incorporate that into the poop. Make it as close to being a real giant snow poop turd sculpture as possible. Why wouldn't you? I mean, why have it just look like a turd when it could also smell like a turd? That's real art, man. That's real art that shows dedication. If you really want to take it up a notch, what you do is you go to one of these uh, cow pastures and you just sort of, you lay down in the manure get it all over you, and then you lay down in, in a pile of snow and you make a snow poop angel. That's what you do. This story took a strange turn. 
sharks turn into werewolves under a full moon. It's the sound of science. That's right, guys. It's the sound of science. I'm going to learn about sharks today, and so are you. Maybe Sharknado will never actually happen, but sharks morphing into werewolves? Well, according to science, this sort of is what happens. Now, they might not grow fur and claws or howl into the night sky, you know, like those how werewolves of London. One of my favorite songs. Sharks are much more actually likely to come after, come after you when the moon is full. I guess they get more aggressive. This is good to know if you're a surfer. Maybe you want to avoid the full moon when you're surfing. Is night surfing a thing? I'd imagine it is. It is. The question posed by this scientific article is, why is higher lunar illumination making sharks bite when most shark attacks actually happen during the daytime? The gravitational pull that affects the tides is thought to be what is really behind this feeding frenzy, and there could be something about the moon getting brighter that affects them in unknown ways as well. Now, werewolf myths emerged from the strange behavior exhibited by many animals during a full moon. Anything that lives in the ocean is inevitably going to be affected by the tides, and sharks are no exception to this, since the moon's gravitational field is strong enough to have effects on Earth. Uh, Researcher Stephen Midway of the Florida Museum of Natural History. Oh, Florida man. Um, I mean, if you're going to study sharks, yeah, be a Florida man. Sharks and alligators. This guy, Stephen, co-authored a study that was published in the Frontiers in Marine Science that's that sheds some moonlight on this. Here's a quote from Stephen. We do know that the moon influences the oceans, whether through forces on tides or the Earth's geomagnetic fields. Uh, Sharks, like many marine organisms, will respond to their environment. So the chance for a lunar influence on sharks is there, but, you know, must much more research is obviously needed. Lunar forces having power over the tides is anything but supernatural. Ocean levels rise and fall because the lunar gravitational field pulls at us and creates bulges as it orbits Earth. Because land also bulges, that may at least partially explain your dog acting weird, just short of transforming into a werewolf, as you know. Ocean bulges are more obvious since oceans are liquid. Not only do high tides happen on the side of Earth directly facing the moon, but also at the same time on the opposite side, since Earth's inertia on that side is greater than the moon's gravity. There have been many studies on lunar-fueled shark attacks, in fact. Stephen and his Florida team looked through 50 years of data on shark attacks from all over the world and found that they are more likely to get vicious when lunar illumination is over 50%. Sharks can be triggered by lunar phases, which doesn't necessarily mean a full moon either. The species most likely to bite humans are usually apex predators, like the infamous Great White in Jaws. If you hit the beach around a certain lunar phase, though, depending on where you are, it could potentially be a danger zone when these sharks turn into werewolves, sort of. You know, one of the obvious factors is lunar illumination makes everything brighter and uh, makes it easier for sharks to see the silhouettes of their prey at night. Moonlight can't explain daytime attacks on humans. While we are not supposed to be shark bait in general, since they don't really crave us that much, they... Might still be hungry and mistake us for prey, of course. Moon phases usually cause behaviors that are specific to a certain species, but not really in sharks, they say. There was one lunar change that affected only, what else? Great whites. It says here, attacks by the great whites are most common in Australia, South Africa, and the west coast of the U.S. If moonlight really does make sharks sink their teeth into something they shouldn't, 
meaning humans. It could be because they see a silhouette moving in the water that may register as an animal they actually like to feast on ordinarily. They just don't lunge if they smell blood, it says. Here's another quote from Stephen. Because many sharks are similar to each other when compared to other fishes, it is also plausible that many or all sharks could have common responses to these moon effects. And if Hollywood is listening, I think you should take advantage of this phenomenon fully. Maybe make a movie called uh, Shark Wolf. That sounds like a hit. You're welcome. That's my idea for you. It's free. Take it and run. A drunk priest mistakenly slaughtered a human being instead of a goat. In a shocking incident, a man was allegedly knifed by mistake during a ritual where a goat was supposed to be sacrificed. This incident was reported at a village festival in Valasapale, which is near... Madanapala, in a place called, oh boy, Andhra Pradesh's Chitor. This took place on Sunday during, oh boy, Sankranti, Kranti, Sankranti celebrations. The victim has been identified as 35-year-old, Sir. Suresh? I think I got that right. Suresh? This Suresh, the victim in the story, was holding the goat, which was meant for sacrifice, when this tragedy took place. However, the priest, who was apparently inebriated, not exactly the kind of quality in a priest that you want, some alcoholic priest that is going to get totally, as we say in Boston, shit-faced, right before using a very sharp object to sacrifice an animal in front of others. You want your priest that's going to slice up an animal, or even a human, to be sober, I'd imagine. The priest ended up stabbing the throat of Suresh (laughs) instead of the goat. Come on, man. (laughs) This is terrible. Turns out Suresh is married, had two children. This is a big-time tragedy. Ah, so sad. Now, it turns out that this sacrifice happened as part of an animal festival called... Kenuma. Uh, Kenuma uh, is also known as. Ooh, yikes. It's a tough one. Pasuvala Panduga. Pasuvala Panduga? Which happens on the third day of the. Oh, okay. Buckle up. Yikes. Uh, sun. Happens on the third day of the Sun Kranthi. In Andhra Pradesh, Pradesh, this is organized. This festival is organized at the local. Oh boy, uh, yeah, yeah, Yalama, Yalalama, Yalalama Temple, dedicated to the patron goddess of the Andhra and Andhra Pradesh. Suresh was bleeding profusely from the neck, was rushed to Mandampala Mandem, Government Hospital, where he was declared dead. Local reports say that the Chala, Chalapa, Chalapanthe, Chalapanthe. <coughs> All right, take a break. Okay, take two. Uh, local reports say that the Chalapa, Chalapanthe, 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 
Telepathy. I'm just going to call it telepathy. Was arrested by the police. I guess what, that's what they call the priest. And uh, above and beyond these small details of what occurred and the sad death of an innocent man. Why are we sacrificing animals in 2022? I just want to ask that question. Why is this still going on? Just, just ridiculous behavior. What do you guys think this is, huh? The the Odyssey of Homer, where we got to sacrifice a ram before we can take our ship across the oceans to hopefully get home safely. And we all believe, well, if we sacrifice the right ram to the right god, nothing's going to happen to our ship. We'll arrive safely. Is this the kind of mindset that we're still carrying around in certain ideologies in 2022 in certain faraway places that have very difficult cities and places and temples and festivals to pronounce? Just like, why? <laughs> I just don't. Get it. Any more animal sacrifice for a, a ceremony. Yeah. Then again, I, I participated in some stupid ideological s- ceremonies as well. You know, because I was raised Catholic. You got to go. At some point, you go into some empty, dark box and you tell some guy behind a screen that you touched yourself. And then that person makes you go kneel down somewhere and recite these prayers because you touched yourself a few times when you were 14. Ridiculous. So I participated in it. But now I'm an adult. And I know that some of this stuff is just, it's just not necessary. Like sacrificing a goat. (laughs) I don't know. Goats are delicious. So, okay. I suppose if you're going to all eat it afterward, that's all right. That's all right. I like goat. But like, you know, does an innocent man got to die for it? I don't think so. Not ending this on a happy note, (laughs) really. (laughs) Well, sometimes the stories go this way, guys. I am yours, you are mine, this is weird news, you make it weird, remember what was said. <laughs> uh, any Crosby, Stills, and Nash fans out there? Oh, we're doing classic rock this week, right? We did some Zeppelin, doing Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Did I tell you the time I met Stephen Stills? I probably told you that. Anyways, I have a very wide variety of music tastes, if you haven't figured that out yet except for i do not listen to country i apologize i know some of you are country music fans i just could never get into it uh, there's that one country song i do like um i'm living all on my roots i showed up in boots friends in low places great song uh, i've sang it at karaoke many times it's a nice sing-along song super nice i like that but i never really got into country outside of that um, i'm open to it i'm open to it if you guys want to send me your favorite country song you think i might enjoy it uh, my email is funnyjones at gmail.com. Um, I'd be, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a shot. All right. I'll give it a shot. If you think you can turn me on to country with one song, send it on over. Um, now, I want to uh, give shout outs to everyone who sent me articles and let you know tomorrow's Friday, in case you don't know. Maybe you're just kind of floundering this week. You have no clue what it is. Maybe you're in a drunken stupor the entire week because for you, it's vacation. Uh, well, tomorrow's Friday, just letting you know. And on Friday, we do Florida. Friday. It's all weird news from Florida. So if you come across some Florida news from this week that's a little out there, send it, send it on over to funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can DM me at funnyjones on Instagram. I'll get that as well. Um, or you can submit your link via my website, weirdafnews.com. Um, I, I paid somebody to create a little spot on there where you can submit stories. So it's pretty easy to do it there as well. But just it, uh, maybe e- easiest easiest just to email funnyjones at gmail. It's pretty. I get that. Um, I get that right away. Uh, I want to tell everybody about the Patreon. You probably haven't heard about it, but a Patreon's a way that you can uh, s- you can uh, support 
an independent creator such as my such as me someone who uh, five days a week gives you some news and uh, so if you'd like to show me how much you love this what I'm doing and how much you get out of it and um, you know the patreon might be a, a, an option for you you can buy me a cup of coffee a month basically it's about that much sort of a monthly subscription you can give more if you'd like to if you'd like to buy me a a case of beer a month. That's you can send enough money per month to do that as well. I'd, I'd appreciate that. I'm a big fan of beer. Um, not so much IPAs. I know that's the big craze. Everyone's into IPAs. A little bitter for me. Uh, I enjoy a nice wheat beer. Uh, the other night I I had Guinness. I really love Guinness. I love stouts. That real dark stuff. Um, yeah. So. Uh, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews, or uh, download the Patreon app and do a search for Weird AF News, or just go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon link to support the show. All right, I hope you have a lovely day, night, morning, whatever it is, and um, I'll see you tomorrow for Florida Friday, y'all. Be there. Don't miss Florida Friday. You know you like it. <laughs>